Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. As you know, UFC is a massive international sport, not to mention a massive business, but it's branching out. The Nevada State Athletic Commission has just given permission for UFC to launch the Power Slap League, which features slap fighting. Originally from Ireland, Darren Ward now lives in Colorado and is the founder of slapfight.com. Darren, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon or good morning. How are you doing, Moncrief? Uh, now, could you could you start by describing for us what, what does slap fighting consist of? Well, basically, it's where two fighters stand across from each other and essentially slap each other in the face. Um, rules vary by league. Sometimes there's three rounds. Sometimes there's more. And basically, they keep going until somebody's had enough or is, you know, medically no longer able to continue. So, and they're standing with a kind of a barrel in between them uh, from the, is that what that is from the videos I've looked at? That's right. Uh, The U.S. League uses a barrel in the vast majority of their fights. Okay. And so the, the thing is, do they take, they just take turns slapping each other? That's right. So um, much like in a football match, uh, at the beginning, they toss a coin and they figure out, you know, whoever wins the coin gets to go first. And so you know, whoever gets to go first obviously slaps. And then the, the, the other fighter has a certain amount of time to recover. And then if, you know, they've recovered within that time, then they can basically slap back. And they basically alternate like that until, again, somebody, you know, either until somebody has you know, physically had enough and can no longer continue or until they reach the round limit of the fight. And at that point, it goes to the judges. Okay. And, and what will the judges kind of uh, make their assessment on? So basically, it's, uh, there's, there's actually quite a lot that goes into it. So obviously, there's rules or certain things that you're allowed to do, certain things that you're not allowed to do. So the judges will look at the slap that was delivered, you know, the impact that it had on the opponent and whether or not it was done in a way that complies with the rules. And so obviously, you know, you can kind of tell when you're looking at it, who is getting more shook up from these slaps. And so, you know, whoever can take the most and also deliver the most is, you know, most likely to be the winner. Okay. And in um, prior to this, uh, this league now being launched, uh, is there a lot of slap fighting in the United States or indeed in any other countries? Yeah, so this um, this actually started. I mean, slap slap boxing, slap fighting is not really a new thing. What's new is kind of how it's been in the last couple of years packaged as a sport, and it's starting to really be commercialized. So it actually started in in Russia, or at least that's when you know it started gaining traction on social media. And of course, <laughs> half your audience are looking to this guy, going, "Well, that explains it." And then it actually moved west into Poland and then that's where actually it really started to get some ignition on social media and then of course the U.S. slap fight championship uh, here in the U.S. have been going since I forget the year but they've been going since I think maybe 2017 2018 something like that Uh so it actually started over there and kind of migrated here and now we're starting to get a lot more uh, a lot more traction at least in the English-speaking communities because of course when it was in Russia and Poland it wasn't really in English. There was no commentary in English. 
And so now it's kind of shifted into the English-speaking world. Okay, and so th- I take it from that then, if it's been around for a few years in the U.S., that there are people already established at this sport. That's correct. Um, you know, so the Nevada Athletic Commission has approved this just recently with the Power Slap League from Dana White, obviously, who is behind the USC, but the Slap Fight Championship League in the U.S. Um, has been operating out of Missouri doing sanctioned fights since, you know, for a few years now. So they've been putting on some great shows and that has kind of laid the foundation. I guess, you know, Dana White saw that and saw the momentum it was getting and said, well, I I guess I want a piece of that. Right. And the the people who take part in the sport, how do you go about training for this other than just getting somebody to slap you in the face continually? Yeah. I'm not sure that getting slapped in the face continually is really how the fighters are training for this. A lot of them have a background in martial arts, whether it's UFC or other, and then they kind of, you know, have migrated over into slap fighting because they're seeing that it's gaining some momentum. And, but, uh, you know, as far as, so obviously being in USC, you're going to take some punches, that kind of stuff. And so, I, you know, for, for them, that's kind of where you, you build up a tolerance essentially to getting slapped. And then, of course, when it comes to the actual slapping part, you know, we see people practicing with watermelons, bottles of water, stuff like that, because it's actually quite difficult to slap somebody like that. You can do some damage to your wrist, your elbow, your shoulder, if it's not something you've been training to do. Right. Okay. Though the person, when it's your turn to be slapped... Uh, just to be clear on this, you can't try and duck out of the way. You can't defend yourself in any way. You just have to take it. That's right. So there's the rule is called no flinching, which means that you know you're not allowed to move your head or your body in a way that would uh, you know alter the impact of the slap. And of course, just to be clear, then the slapper, of course, the person who's actually doing the slap, slap also has to follow rules so that it's as safe as can possibly be given the sport that it is. Yeah. Um, Have there been many injuries from the sport? There have been some. Um, And, you know, nobody in the sport belittles or minimizes the health aspect. Uh, Everybody, nobody wants to see that. Anytime there has been an injury, uh, nobody likes it. Not the people who are on the business side and, of course, not the fighters because... It's a very serious issue. Um, but yes, there have been some injuries. And of course, that's why these athletic commissions are so important because they establish a framework and a rule set that is, again, within, within the bounds of what the sport actually is. You know, they set kind of the rules that at least make it as healthy and, you know, as, as low risk as it possibly can be. Mm. Did they wear any protective gear? No. Okay. Uh, there's no protective gear. Right. Okay. And and, and uh, 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 sorry. Yeah. Go just on. Just to clarify that they do actually they do actually wear a mouthpiece, a mouth guard, much like in boxing or MMA. Right. Okay. So yeah, the, the, there's something there. And and in say in MMA, people are usually topless. In in slap fighting, are they topless or, or what do they wear? No, the attire is, um, you know, usually the shirts are, you know, branded for the event and there's some, you know, sponsors and stuff on there, but there's no, uh, there's no uh, specific kind of clothing. 
Right. Okay. And and can you for can you imagine this, Darren? That that when they they start this league, that it will have the same, if you like, razzmatazz as UFC has, because there's an octagon and people are moving round inside that. But this is just two guys facing each other over a barrel. Um, is there something do you think they're going to do to make it look a bit more show busy? Yeah, it's very interesting because, you know, if you look at the different leagues from the different countries, you can see that they approach the marketing and the, you know, the bells and whistles of it, so to speak, very differently. And so I do think, you know, what I'm seeing here in the U.S. is, you know, they are, they have been crafting it so that it does resonate with the audience. Uh, And I believe, you know, the the Slap Fight Championship uh, you know, league here in the U.S. who's run by J.T. Tilly has done an amazing job of adapting it for the U.S. market. And I think that with the experience that Dana White and his team has on the marketing side, that they will continue that and that they will also have a very interesting league. Whether or not it reaches the UFC level, you know, it's not as complex. It's two people stopping each other, like you said. It's Mm. not as multidisciplinarian is something like USC where you have different, you know, different disciplines. So I don't know if it can reach the USC level, but I do believe, and, and the reason I got into it, you know, from the business side is that it's, it's entertaining to watch. And so I do believe that, you know, that makes it certainly have a potential for great success. Yeah. And now that they, they've licensed it, do you foresee that there might be some sort of broadcast partner taken on board and, and that kind of thing? I certainly believe that just thinking about the distribution elements, you know, these people who are doing these fights will want them to be as distributed as widely as possible. Yes, I mean, I do believe that something like that will happen. And of course, uh, from again, from the business side, you know, the, the, you know, the people at the TV networks will be looking at the number of views that this has garnered on social media and they will be very interested in that because the numbers are very, very strong and it has kind of become to use the, the cliche word viral. Right. So. Yeah. And I, in these matches, I assume there's a referee of some sort, say if somebody starts bleeding, but wants to continue, the referee can say, no, you can't continue. Yeah, absolutely. And that happens quite a bit where, you, you know, the fighters, Strong hearts want to continue, but it's clear that continuing would be detrimental to the fighter's health. And so at that point, not only is there a referee who can make that call, but there's there's actually you know medical people on the side who can call it. Right. OK, so because I imagine them, you know, there, there might be a danger of brain damage and, and things like that if you get slapped hard enough. Absolutely, that risk exists. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, there has been actually a death from this sport. But I mean, you know, there has also been deaths from USC and from boxing and from other sports. So mm-hmm. like I said, everybody acknowledges that this is a little crazy, a little horrific, definitely dangerous if not done right. And health is, is a very important element that everyone in the sport is paying attention to. Yeah, because I suppose people listening might, you know, even if they're fans of it or not, they can see that within boxing, there's a degree of scale, a lot of scale. In UFC, there's a lot of scale. In this, it seems far less. It's just your ability to take a slap or, or, and or give one. And from the videos I've seen, it doesn't look that different to two guys having a fight outside a pub, really. Uh, I mean, it's certainly... 
uh, it certainly doesn't have, as I mentioned, the same level of skill requirement or multidisciplinary aspect as something like USC. Um, but there certainly is technique to this. I can tell you from the years I've been following this and involved, excuse me, involved in it, that, you know, the technique of, of how you deliver the slap, but also the technique of, of how you take that slap, whether, you know, you tense up or roll with it or, or you know, stuff like that, um, they, they make a world of difference. And so it's not as, the level of skill is not as great as some of the other sports that you've mentioned, but there certainly is a skill element to it. Yeah. Okay. And from you, given that you own now slapfight.com, I assume from a business point of view, this is actually good news for you too. Um, look, slap fight is something is an investment I made out of, out of an interest. And I don't want to say a love for this sport, but certainly, you know, being very enthusiastic about it. Um, this has been good. Uh, you know, this year has just been kind of crazy. It's in March, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Logan, Logan Paul held, a, you know, the first, well, not the first, uh, but, you know, a very public slap fight event in the U.S. And then also in March, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock <laughs> at the Oscars. And that kind of blew it up. And, and now this is happening. So it's been a good year, but but I haven't made any money with slap fight. This is kind of, you know, I'm, you know, my other business operations are, are, you know, how I make money. And this is kind of a passion thing. So it's good in terms of the traffic is up and things are looking like this has momentum, but I'm in it because I'm just interested in the sport. Darren, thanks a million for uh, speaking with us today. Uh, that was Darren Ward there. Uh, he's the founder of slap fight. Uh, just, uh, dot com, and you can go there and have a look. There's videos there. You can have a look and see what uh, a slap fight actually looks like. And uh, I don't know, because of the barrel, it does look like two guys standing outside a pub slapping each other. But uh, obviously, that's to my highly untutored eye. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.